Welcome to the Pixelated Podcast. I'm Patrick Reif. And I'm Alex McGlynn. And today we're going to talk about 10 ways to make your virtual wedding a success. Absolutely. So, uh, obviously this is not going to come as a shock to anyone uh, who is supposed to get married anytime between March 15th and today, uh, but a lot of weddings have gone virtual. Um, or people are choosing to have a virtual wedding now and then hosting their larger gathering at some point in the future, post-COVID-19, um, whenever we finally get a vaccine. So. There are a lot of ways to make your virtual wedding cool, a success, fun. Um, so we're gonna go through 10 of them. Number one, right at the uh, gate, figure out your, what we're calling micro guest list. So you, in most states, can have groups of up to 10 or so people before you start to break any local ordinances. Um, so that's you, your partner, and eight guests. Um, so make sure you really think hard about who those eight people are gonna be so that no feelings are hurt and that you have the people you care about most there in person if they can be there in person. Yeah, so number two is over-communicate with your guests. A virtual wedding is a weird thing, and very few people, if any, have ever done it before. So, you know, your aunt and uncle, your grandma, you know, people in her church choir are all going to probably be a little bit bewildered by the whole concept. Uh, and certainly what you wanna do is make it easy on yourself when it comes to your big day, so you don't have to worry about texts and emails about people that don't know what they're doing. So make sure that you, from the very beginning, write down a plan and share it with people and share it when you update it and share it again the day before so that way everybody knows what's going on. Yeah, and I would just add to that, encourage everyone, whatever platform you're gonna end up using to stream it, encourage them all to test it out the day before yeah. so that if they have any hardware or technical issues, it doesn't ruin uh, their day or uh, stop them from being able to see the actual uh, wedding ceremony. Yeah, definitely don't launch the Zoom <laughs> app a few minutes before the ceremony is supposed to start. We've had some terrible luck with that recently. Uh, so not with the ceremony, it's just with meetings that we couldn't uh, be on time for. So uh, next up, find a fun venue. This might be the one silver lining of having a virtual wedding is with only 10 people, you can get really creative on where it is. Um, so you can pick some pretty cool spots. There's a lot of uh, restaurants and things like that that have cool outdoor areas. You could use your own backyard. You could rent a cool house on Airbnb. Uh, there's a lot of different options there, um, but you know, don't be afraid to get outside the box uh, and find somewhere fun to celebrate. Yeah, so number four is pick your streaming platform and any other hardware, software, technology stuff. You know, if you're gonna add a Pixie Web, you know, plug, shameless plug, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, any of those digital things that you're adding, figure them out far in advance, play with them a little bit, make sure that you understand them, the how they behave, like if there are any quirks to them. You know, like having a good understanding of what's going on is uh, is gonna make it so much more enjoyable on your part. And then uh, the, the side tip to that would be have your best friend uh, do all of that stuff with you as well. So that way you've got somebody who isn't you on the hot seat if something does go Right. Yeah, and I would just add to that uh, on the hardware side, you're gonna be live. If you're gonna be live streaming this, think about what kind of camera you want to use. You can always rent a camera; you don't have to buy it. Um, and same thing with the mic. Uh, if you want them to have a good experience, a good virtual experience, uh, you got to make sure that the lighting and the hardware situation is uh, well taken care of. Next up, um, get a videographer or photographer or both, I guess if your guest list allows it. Um, pro or amateur, it doesn't really matter. Uh, even if it's just one of your friends is into photography, um, have them bring their camera uh, or rent a nice high quality video recorder. 
Um, that way you have the live stream and you also have a kind of more permanent copy um, that was taken with like a DSLR camera or something like that uh, so that uh, again, you have, you know, uh, some memory, keep, keep your memories uh, from the day and uh, it's more than just um, people watching it virtually. Yeah. So next up on the list would be consider renting uh, your dress or your tux or whatever the case may be as opposed to buying. Uh, a lot of people are having virtual weddings as stand-ins until they can get around to the big party and uh, maybe it's not as important for the first time around for it to be the high-end stuff. Um, so you know, rent the runway, uh, what's the tux company that you're using? Black Tux. Black Tux. There are a ton of options that are out there for you to just uh, spend a lot less money and uh, have access to the apparel that you need for a day or two and then be able to send it back and kind of save a portion of the budget. Yeah, and as uh, many of our regular listeners know, uh, my wedding was supposed to be October 17th. It has now been postponed to May 8th of 2021. But my fiance and I are still having a small like, 20 person wedding and uh, there's gonna be some live streaming. Um, so a lot of the things that we're talking about are things that I'm currently going through myself. Um, and I know it can be a pain, but being prepared ahead of time makes your life a lot easier. And it makes sure that you don't hit any technical snags or glitches. So next up, uh, style your venue and pay special attention to lighting. I mentioned lighting already, it's really important. If it's a cloudy day, bring in some extra lighting. Uh, consider moving it inside. If you have a high quality camera, the lighting won't matter quite as much. Um, but you don't want it to be uh, super dark on the screen when they're trying to, when your guests, virtual guests, are trying to watch you. Uh, you know, uh, do your nuptials. So uh, definitely think about that. And also, again, just because it's a small wedding doesn't mean you can't have fun and uh, add some fun decorations and have it at a cool place. My fiance and I are renting a mansion. Um, we're doing it in the backyard. It's going to be sweet. Uh, we're really excited about it. Uh, you should be excited about your virtual wedding too. So, you know, make it special. It doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah, make it special. That's a great, great tip. Um, so my next one is uh, consider using a friend as an efficient or or even uh, hire a, a, an e-efficient, uh, efficient, sorry, excuse me, and I'm being efficient with my words. Um, you know, you can get your best friend uh, ordained in whatever religion that you want that your state will recognize almost anywhere these days. Um, and it can be a really fun way to make a already weirdly intimate experience that much more comfortable and weirdly intimate. Um, so don't, don't be afraid to get up front side of the box when it comes to who's gonna say the, the formals. Yeah, and again, no, no uh, hiring a, a real wedding officiant for a big wedding uh, makes a ton of sense. They are true professionals and they keep things moving. But if your guest list is capped at 10 or 20, you gotta be really careful about who you can and can't bring. Uh, so if you don't have room for the extra body, getting a friend ordained is pretty simple. Um, Father Lizer will forgive you as well. Also true. <laughs> uh, next up, engage your virtual and your in-person events uh, with something like a virtual photo booth, quick pixie web plug, or like a shared event gallery, or something like that, that everyone can kind of participate in the same thing. Um, whether it's like, if you created your own wedding playlist and you're gonna play it at the wedding, like maybe create it on Spotify and share it with your guests yeah. um, so that they can listen to your wedding jams. There's a couple of cool ways that you can do that. Just kind of think through it. Uh, whether it's the Spotify, whether it's like a Pixie Web virtual photo booth that your in-person and uh, virtual guests can use, just anything like that to keep everyone feeling like they're still part of the ceremony. Yeah, and, and like I'll add on to that, you know, like apps like uh, like Twitch or or more recently like House Party, where you know, like you got an extra iPad or an extra phone laying around somewhere, like 
grab some kind of phone holder or tablet holder for it and just stick it off in the corner of your reception and let it run the whole time and share that link as well and give people a second perspective in the room. You know, like it may feel like redundant, but it's not really because it's a whole different side of the room and it, it'll literally, it'll add dimensionality to your online event for people that are attending kind of through the portal. So, um, so number 10 and uh, last but certainly not least on our list would be to celebrate and have fun. Um, putting on your own virtual event is going to be a little challenging. Uh, the more preparation that you do in advance and the more planning, uh, the less challenging it's going to be. But still, it's new. It's weird to you. It's probably not how you saw yourself getting married. Um, <laughs> You know, the, the yang to that yin is don't forget to have a good time. You're not there to perform on TV. You need to make good decisions, choose the right stuff, um, do the homework, make, make, make the effort to make it awesome. But once it gets going, you got to kind of let it ride. And, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt to have your best friend up to snuff on all the stuff that's going on. Maybe your mom or your dad is, is technologically, uh, astounding and they can help kind of bridge that gap but when it comes for the time to actually do the ceremony and do your event you know be comfortable with letting go and enjoying your day yeah every bride and groom will tell you that something always goes wrong in their wedding day yeah that's definitely going to be true if it's a virtual wedding that you have to plan yourself some things are just going to be out of your hands so you know again celebrate have fun make it special it's going to be quite the story in uh a few years Definitely. So that's it guys. That brings us to the conclusion of this episode of the Pixelated Podcast. Before we go, we would love to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe. Your reviews help us find a, lot, a larger listener base for our podcast, and that also ensures that you get notified each time we publish a new episode. So without further ado, I'm Patrick Reif. I'm Alex Glenn. Peace.